This day in dumb on Spicoli's morning fiasco. I see dumb people. Uh, there's this dude that was coming home drunk from the bars, right? Yeah. And uh, the door's locked. He's late. And he started talking crap to his mom on the ring camera. But wait, mom's not home. Mom's elsewhere. All right, mom. You got me, all right? I'm busted. What are you going to do? You got me. Okay? I'm busted. (laughs) Okay, how many beers deep is he here? Is he about 12 beers deep? Couple shots? Uh, Here's a drink. You got these fancy ring cameras. And you, you got me on video, okay? I know, I know. You, you're sitting there in your fancy chair at the, the Nassau Bahamas, and you're, ooh, we got him now, Mike. We got him now, Mikey. <laughs> I love the impersonation of Mike. We got him now, Mikey. What I love is how he went from, like, deep south to Australian <laughs> for a second. Ooh, we got him. Listen to the dog bark. Just get your ass inside. But I tell you one thing, Mom. You ain't you ain't as clever as you think, all right? All right. Cause you ain't got me, because I'm gonna get in this house and I'm gonna put the air on 62, <laughs> and then you're not gonna do anything, because you in the Bahamas. The, the dog is like, come on, man, just okay. Get your ass in, so. But really, this is the mom's fault. Why is it the mom's fault? She went to the Bahamas without taking him. How dare she? The Bahamas. Because you in the Bahamas. <laughs> like at first, I was like, "What an ungrateful son! What a you know what what a rude little oh!" She went to the Bahamas without him. You well, know I'm why she went to the Bahamas without him? Because he's drunk. Because you and he's in annoying. The Bahamas. Parents need a break from their kids. Trust me, I know. I need a break from my kids too. Yeah, but it's the Bahamas. Because you in the Bahamas. <laughs> nope, you're saying you're saying at home. All right, you're not going anywhere. You can get drunk at home. Ooh, one of our new favorite bits is called "Little Kid or Drunk Adult." You know they're kind of the same. They really are. I'm when, not. I'm not sure if it's that little kids have raised to the stage of drunk adults, or if drunk adults regress back into children. Yes. Yes. So here's what you do. You call us, you tell us the scenario, and then we just guess little kid or drunk adult. 712-328-8970. Hello, what's up? Yeah, I saw someone in my house. I called 911 and hid under the bed. I was home alone. And then when the police showed up, it turned out that I was just looking at my reflection in a mirror. Drunk adult, drunk adult, Uh, drunk adult. Come on, that's totally a little kid. That is a drunken adult. All right, what was it? Little kid or drunk adult? I was a little kid. Uh, My parents left me home alone uh, for the first time. Uh, I was eight. I grew up in the 80s in like a very small town. I don't think the cops even told my parents what happened. I don't think they know. Could you imagine calling the cops? There's somebody in my house. There's somebody in my house. The cops. That's the reflection in your mirror, bro. There's a person. <laughs> Are you a good cop and not tell the parents, or do you just, you know, keep that? Oh, a you secret? absolutely rat. You absolutely rat. <laughs> and you make fun of him the whole time. Let's go to the next one. Little kid or drunk adult? So I woke up with a hot pocket on my nightstand, but my phone was gone. And I later found it in the microwave. Uh, that's a little kid, man. I'm going to say drunk adult, and you saw that rumor that was going on social media that you could charge your phone by putting it in the microwave. Right. And thank God you forgot to hit the button to start it. Little kid or drunk adult, which one was it? I was a drunk adult. Thank God I didn't fire that thing up. I guess it was probably too drunk to operate it. 
No, it would have been fine. You've been good. All would be good. Have you ever seen pictures of what happens to microwaves after you uh, put cell phones in them? Black charcoal. No more microwave. <laughs> Goodbye, house. Rip. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Little kid or drunk at all? I was rushing out of the house. And I was putting my socks on. I had one sock in one hand and a beverage in the other. And I dropped my sock in my beverage. So I figured the quickest way to dry the sock was to put it in the microwave for a few minutes. And so as I walked away to grab my coat, someone yelled, who is cooking a sock? Who is cooking a sock? I feel like that would happen at my house. But look, drunk adult. This one's obvious. Um, I I made very poor life decisions before going to school as a kid. I'm going to say this was made in the haste of the moment, and you regretted it since you were a little kid. I was a little kid at my friend's house. I was out past curfew. My mom was so upset. I was frazzled. I dropped my sock in my beverage, and my friend's mom still thinks I have problems. <laughs> you do. She's, yeah, she's right. What are you doing putting things in microwaves that aren't food? Food goes in microwaves, not not food. You know, that's a good question, Taz. And we should ask a 712-328-8970, what have you put in the microwave that wasn't food? No, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to defend this behavior. You know I'm not trying to defend the behavior. I want to know what was the aftermath because you, you put a cell phone in the microwave, bad things happen. You put a sock in the microwave, uh, we don't know it happened. We don't know. We don't know. You want to find out? We got a microwave. We got a sock. We have four of them, technically. No, because I have to cook my lunch later. I don't want your stinky socks in that microwave over there. Oh, but, but your stinky socks are fine? Yeah, mine are fine. Mine are brand new socks. 712-328-8970. What have you put in the microwave that wasn't food? And what was the aftermath because of it? Uh, this is Amber. Hi, Amber. What did you put in the microwave that wasn't food? Furby. Oh, a, 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 a Furby? Furby? Yes, I, I, put a, I put a baby Furby in the, in the microwave in middle school. Uh, what happened to the microwave? Um, well, it was an, an, an indestructible microwave from the early 80s, and it was fine. How was the Furby? It was gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> you took it out of the microwave, and it was talking gibberish. You couldn't understand it. It, it was smoking. Um, I de-skinned it afterwards and found all the fried parts. Demon Furby. Demon Furby. The way that you That's described it. put in the microwave. The way that you <laughs> described it, it first as gone, I would just, I just imagine like a smoking spot and nothing there. Like you somehow teleported it to back wherever Furbies <laughs> come from. Nobody knows. Yeah. It was only in there for like five seconds, ten seconds. It was enough that it could no longer speak, but it still activated. Like I could still say, hi, Furby, and it would still react. Just oh, okay. So it's haunted now. It was haunted before. The power of Christ compels you. It was haunted. You tried to exercise it, and you failed. The power of Christ compels you. It is now more powerful than you could ever imagine. We're actually talking to the Furby right now. It stole her soul. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the better 90s candy? Ring pops or airheads? Ring pops. Airheads. There's just something about airheads. I can't do airheads. Yeah, They're there's just... like... I can do a ring pop. Airheads suck. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I don't care if I they offend do. anyone. Airheads suck. Big League Chew or bubble tape? Bubble tape because you can piss people off by taking a bite out of the whole roll of tape. Oh, that's rude. I never thought about that. But <laughs> look, I'm a baseball player. Big League Chew, watermelon or grape, delicious. We would just stuff that whole bag in our mouth. Oh, yeah. And it was fun for five minutes. But then the taste would go out. Big League Chew is objectively better. Bubble tape has more ways to have fun. <laughs> Pop Rocks or Warheads? Pop Rocks. Oh, for sure Pop Rocks. Warheads. Suck, just like Airheads. Like, I know some people are really into sound. I've told you the Warhead story with my dad, right? 
the only time my dad has ever been wrong. I was supposed to get a shot in the butt, an allergy shot. And I was like, oh, I've got two warheads in my pocket. I'll take one of them. I'll be able to ignore the pain. I popped it in, didn't know it was one of the nuclear warheads. Ah. I lasted three seconds, had to run pants down, like pants barely above my ankles down the hall to spit it out. <laughs> when I get back, my dad's like, you're, you're being melodramatic, okay? Don't be like that. Grabs the other warhead and goes, see, watch. Pops it in his mouth and goes, mmm, mmm, it's so, t oh, oh. Spit it and out. he spits it out and goes, who in God's name would make something like that? Why would you make that? That's horrible. <laughs> the only time he has ever admitted he was wrong. Hilarious. Pixie six or fun dip? Fun dip. Fun dip. Fun dip. Fun dip is fun. You take that yeah. little stick, you dip it around, get all the sugar you possibly can. Yeah. And then you can drag it out. Pixie Six, you just dump it in yeah, and you're done. It's just one and done. Little hug fruit barrels or gushers. Gushers. Oh, for sure, gushers. Unless, unless look, someone who does not drink, I will say, my drunken roommates in college loved the little hugs fruit barrels. They bought cases. <laughs> what? Apparently they are really good to mix with drinks. Really? When, you know, when you're really, really broke. Got it. Okay. Gushers, still great though. Minor league baseball game. This dude is standing on top of the dugout. He bends down to one knee, proposes to his chick and whiff. She says no. Oh. Runs away. He goes running after her. This was all on the big screen at the stadium. Crowded full of people. The crowd starts to boo. Oh. Are they booing at her? I feel like they're booing at her because she said no and everybody wants a fairy tale story. But he's also literally chasing her. So like... <laughs> trying to chase after her to be like, wait, come on. I thought we were on the same page. I, I don't think anyone's doing good in this scenario. In my mind, if you're gonna, if you're on the receiving end of the public proposal, you kind of have to say yes, right? Because, because of this situation. And then, then you it, can hash it out later. But then it feels creepy because it feels like public proposals are like lock you in it's a weirdly forceful and i don't know that feels a little uncomfy to me uh. this dude took an l so did the chick because now they're all over the internet this dude took an l she looks like the bad guy for saying no it's not good but you know there's been worse let's hear about them 712-328-8970 tell us about your proposal fail so it was on my birthday in december i took my girlfriend down to the old market had this thing all planned out for the whole entire week. And the second I got down to pop the question, there was a homeless gentleman throwing up over the gate into the little into a little body of water there. And after he got done puking, he said that was beautiful and walked off. Please tell me you invited him to the wedding. Is he your no. best man? Because I'm gonna say she said yes and he was your best he man. He was at the, the priest. <laughs> What'd she say? She said, yeah. She'll never forget the proposal, I guarantee you that. Oh, it gets brought up every time we talk about it. Hi, the morning fiasco, who's this? Cat. Tell us your screwed up proposal story. Okay, so it was Christmas Eve. Mind you, I'm like really, really pregnant. I'm like seven months pregnant. He tells me to close my eyes and put my hands out, and I do, and he puts a bag in my hands and tells me to open my eyes. He made me get the box out of the bag, open the box, look at the ring, and then he just looks at me and he goes, yes, yes. Yes. And I'm just like <laughs> dumbfounded at this point. And I'm just like so stupefied that all I could like do was nod. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, so you, you didn't say yes, but you didn't say no. You said, okay. I said, okay. <laughs> Needless to say, 
happily divorced, and I <laughs> I'm with someone who understands what the hell a romantic gesture is. All right, so if a man were to express what this woman is saying, uh, he'd probably get called weak, right? But when you hear it from a woman's point of view, it kind of hits different. Okay, I'll say it. Men are mistreated in this country. Men are very mistreated in this country. Think about it. They're taught to be ashamed of their uh, nature, their masculine nature. Okay. They are, uh, if they call too much, they're needy. If they don't call enough, then they're an asshole. If they dare open a door for a woman or offer to lift a heavy box, they're sexist. If um, they compliment a woman, they're a pig. If they don't compliment a woman, then they're judgmental. Man, she's hitting on all areas. If they get struck by a woman, they're unable to defend themselves. Yeah. Um, if uh, a woman claims rape, she's automatically believed okay. and she can ruin his life and there's nothing he can say about it. If uh, a woman accidentally or on purpose or whatever gets pregnant and he doesn't want the child, he's still financially obligated to them and money gouged for 18 years every month. I do not believe the child support system is fair. I could, dude, I could make a part two of this, seriously. Men are very mistreated in this country. You guys want a part two? Yeah, give me a part two. Have you ever heard of white knighting? What's white knighting? I don't it's know a, what It's that a is. thing you do on the internet. Usually men do it when they see pretty women and then someone on the internet is like, ha, nice boobs. And then the man responds, how dare you? How dare you objectify this poor? You'll never understand what women go through in this country. You will never understand the pains of having a uterus. <laughs> okay. What I'm hearing is white knighting in reverse. <laughs> what I'm hearing is... You will never understand the pain men go through in this country. I think Please look at me, men. I am not like the other girls. I think she wants to get wiped up because she has <laughs> every man's attention right now. She is going to be wiped up by tonight. I guarantee you men are sliding in her DMs right now. I agree with everything you say. Wow, you're so smart. And she's like, yes, this is part of my the evil plan. The white knighting has worked. <laughs> wow, when men white knight, they get called creeps. But when women white knight, they suddenly get their DMs filled. We interrupt this program for an important news announcement. Spicoli's Morning Fiasco presents State, State. State of the Metro. Number three. Police arrested a Lincoln man after he jacked a car with two 12-year-old boys inside and went for a joyride. While officers were interviewing witnesses, the car returned out of the blue, just happened to come back to the scene of the crime, which was being driven by a 32-year-old dude. I mean, imagine being 32 years old and stealing a car. There like, are, what? There are quite a few people who are in their 30s who commit crimes. I know, but still, like, having the mindset, oh, I'm 32, I'm going to go steal a car. I mean, they can be worth a lot of money. This dude, I mean, you, you can't miss him. He has a big old L.A. tat, like Los Angeles tattoo oh, on, on his, his face. cheek. Oh, Officer said, uh, while the boys were in the car, face tattooed dude approached and asked to drive it. They said, uh, no, it's our car, but the dude got in and stole it anyway. They didn't even know him, but apparently he wanted trouble and got himself arrested. Number two. Hey, you ever forgot a court date or are you a good noodle? I try to be a good noodle. Follow up to our story from last week, the owner of Surfside Bar who was cited for turning away a woman with her service dog. Remember him? We were talking about that. Yep. Well, he got all the backlash, some negative Yelp reviews for what he did and said he promises to allow service dogs in his restaurant going forward. Well, he could face more consequences after missing his court date yesterday. Douglas County judge issued a bench warrant for the Surfside Club owner for failing to appear in court. They called him by phone and he said, oops, my bad. Thought the court date was tomorrow. 
This man is just not having a good few weeks, is he? <laughs> Honest mistake or was he lying? I'm leaning towards lying. Number one. Taz, you've saved someone's life. In fact, you had to unzip his pants. Oh my God, it was one time. You unzipped his pants to give him, uh, what, more breathing room? No, because he was going into cardiac arrest. I was yeah. trying to get blood flow going. So was your adrenaline rush going? Yeah, Did yes. you have a lot of adrenaline flowing? And for, for those who didn't know, Saw a man fall two stories out of a tree, pulled him out of shock, pulled him out of having a heart attack, just barely managed to get an ambulance there, all while wearing a Boy Scout uniform. And you won Eagle Scout of the Year? I, I did win a Medal of Merit. Yeah, and then you even got in the Storm Chasers program book. Yeah. That was pretty cool. And then you did a PSA and your mom said, my son let, saved a man's life. My son, the Eagle Scout, helped save a man's <laughs> life. That ad is still running. Is it still running? Yeah, it's still running at like 2 a.m. Well, check this out. Two Lincoln teenagers going to play basketball when they noticed a seven-year-old in a pond was drowning. Sean was like, is he drowning? And then, you know, we were just like looking at each other like shocked. Karan, whose nickname is Sean and Tristan, saw a seven-year-old boy in the middle of the pond, waving his hands and sinking under the water. Karan, not wasting any time, ran to the pond and jumped in. When I went in there, I wasn't really thinking at all. I didn't think like how dirty the water was or anything. Yeah, look at the pond water. It's disgusting. Nasty. Full of poop and green slime on top. Thing, but you know, when I went in there, I just grabbed him out. It didn't feel real like when I grabbed him or anything. He made it out to the boy and was able to get him out of the water. Then they tried finding his family. Oh, this is the best part of the story. So they save his life, which to me is incredible, you know, because yeah. they saved the seven-year-old's life from out of the pond. But listen to this part about trying to find the boy's family. I couldn't really get any answers. He has the seven-year-old boy. He's walking him up like, and down the your, street. Is this your kid? No. Is this your kid? Don't know who that is. Do you have a kid? <laughs> no. Ring video shows Karan and Tristan ringing a neighbor's doorbell, asking them. Excuse me. Do you um? Do you know him? No. And the kid doesn't know where he lives. He's like, have, is he in shock? Is he? Do you think the kid is in shock oh, from yeah. almost drowning? Oh yeah, definitely. And he's just, duh. I don't know where I live or who my family is. I ran over there. I told them what happened. He told the the one neighbor what happened, and then. They just called the police. Lincoln police helped get the seven-year-old reunited with his mother. It still feels a little surreal. And are giving both teens the title of hero. They are. They are heroes. Absolutely. I'm glad they found. I'm glad they found the mom. I mean, the best yeah. thing to do: call 911 and be like, "Yo, I just saved this kid's life from pond." How terrifying would it have been if they just never found the mom? Ultimate mystery. Just like. Well, then I know you're only 15, but that's your son now. <laughs> You are dad. You, you two, you two are engaged. You're getting uh -huh. married. You're have. That's your kid. I think there was a sitcom called My Two Dads. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spicoli's morning fiasco. Fiasco. E nine seven. The red.